Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We always honor and cherish this opportunity to come across your radio waves and talk to you about what God's doing in our life, how God's working, and thrilled you to take the time to listen to us. We hope you had a great Thanksgiving and you were with family and friends, and uh, we just we're just praying that God really use that time to encourage you, to energize you, to send you folks back out and uh, do those things. And certainly it's a time of flashbacks and all that craziness that goes on through the holidays. We had a little bit here in this house, not much. God was good to us this year, but we heard from about 40 or 50 of you folks last week. And, and, uh, Listen, if there's ever anything we can do for you, remember to contact us at Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'd love to come out and talk with you on the phone. And if you're local, maybe have a cup of coffee together. And we just hope you're well. We're, we're just thrilled we get to serve alongside of you. Looking forward to the TV show. Wanted to give you a real quick update as we get going this morning is uh, the TV show is in final production. I've actually watched an episode or two. I've I've seen how it's all put together. We're really excited about that. Pray for us. Uh, uh, we're not exactly sure where it's going to reside other than YouTube right now, but we're really looking at uh, Amazon Prime and Netflix, and they kind of have this deal where you pick one, you don't get the other. So pray with us. Pray that God will lead us down the right road for that. Pray for the production team, and uh, pray that God would do a work uh, as they wrap that up, and the editor, and all those different things going on. It's just really exciting. It's got a real good feel to it. Those of you who've been out in Helpful Wounded Spirits saw that five-minute commercial I put out a couple of weeks ago, and it's got a real good feel. I, I almost feel that facing the giants and fireproof, those guys who worked on that are working on this as well. It's got a great feel to it. So we're real excited um, about you guys getting an opportunity to see that and work together on that. And so Mrs. Wesco, Sister Stephanie, uh, we gave her a couple days off. So as you know, she had yesterday off and she has today off. But uh, don't go anywhere. We're honored to have my friend and uh, uh, a warrior of the cross, uh, Brother Byron Fox, just a great man. Most of you probably ran across him that hang out in churches like we do. If not, you'll want to. Uh, in just a little bit, he's going to tell us about his ministry. It's a wonderful ministry. It's it's multifaceted. It's all over the place. So many of you remember last year when I was running around North Carolina getting out the boat. That uh, it was kind of a weird thing. I'd be in Raleigh and I'd open up Facebook and he'd be in Asheville. I'd be in Asheville and he he was everywhere and he was in a lot of those battleground states and. Uh, working on that as well. So we, we cross paths without really seeing each other. He'll be driving one way and I'll be driving the other. But I've known him now about 20 years. But uh, before we do that, I want to go ahead and hop into You Might Be a Knucklehead. So as you know, our two segments, uh, You Might Be a Knucklehead If, is something we do so that, number one, you know what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, you're not a knucklehead. And number three, 
it can be kind of humorous at times. So we've skipped the humor for a while now. It's been a couple months since we've had a real humorous one. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to combine them as I've done the last couple weeks and talk about you might be a knucklehead if, and this with the idea of the knucklehead is also things you don't say or do to people with PTSD. So one of the things you don't say or do, and it would make you a knucklehead if you do this, is you don't say stop being negative. Folks, it'll shut down a person with PTSD uh, quicker than the ice cream machine being out at McDonald's when you're in the drive-thru. It just messes you up. Don't do it. And, uh, uh, you know, we just want to help people. We want to say, how can we help? We sure do love you. Can I buy you a latte? Lattes make everything better. So all that, I wanted to say, let's stay in that road where we don't say stop being negative. But as we cruise along, I want to introduce you to my friend, Byron Fox. He's been kind of hooked up uh, with, I think it's Bible Truth Music, isn't it, Brother Byron? That's it, Bible Truth Music. That's it. And he's also, so you remember Brother uh, Micah? McCurry yesterday came to us and he was he was talking to us a little bit about Bible Tracks Incorporated. So so Brother Fox is involved with that and runs that organization from afar and really helps out. So he's involved with that and several other things. So Brother Fox, instead of me trying to bang along at this, I, I just want to introduce you in this way. I brought Brother Fox on for like three reasons. One of which as those of us who are struggling to know God better, to serve him through PTSD, ADHD, OCD, DUMB, and every other crazy thing in the world, uh, we're looking for answers from God's word. We're looking for helps from, uh, from God's word. And music is one of those things that can completely change a Christian experience. So, Brother Fox, I just, I'm going to ask you a myriad of questions as time provides. But would you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing over there at Bible Truth Music? Yeah, I'm a full-time evangelist. I, I received Christ as my Savior as an eight-year-old boy in a citywide evangelistic meeting, and now that's the kind of thing I do. Amen. Go from city to city preaching the gospel. And along with that, uh, Brother Doug, you know, get to work with Bible Truth Music, Bible Tracks Incorporated. Of course, I love what you do with Wounded Spirits, Brother Doug. I sincerely appreciate your ministry. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, and you know, I'm in today. I'm in my 122nd church of the year. Wow! You know, typically I'm in 120, 130 churches per year, different cities, uh, just constantly helping preachers to well work with their music program, but just to evangelize their city. That's what we're trying to do: is bring folk to Jesus. That's it. Amen. Wow! But this. This matter of music, it really has a great impact upon a country. You know, music um, has great power to it. I mean, think about um, the Hollywood movie industry. Those movies wouldn't touch your heart nearly the same way if they did not have that music. Just like even your TV program, you're going to have some some music, you know, to intro and outro your 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 show. Music tells your heart how to feel. Music has a lot of power to it. Of course, we Christians, we expose people to the gospel with our music. Think about our our hymns, man. We're pointing folks to Jesus with our music. Yeah. And then, of course, we, we educate people in biblical truth with our music. Our, our hymns of our churches, man, they teach and admonish one another in great doctrine. I mean— there's 754 references to music in the Bible. Wow. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, the Bible tells a lot about music. God himself, God the Father, according to Zephaniah chapter 3, God sings. Can you imagine that, Brother Doug? Oh, praise God. He sings a lot better than me, brother. I promise you that. <laughs> better than any of us. That God would want us to sing to him is amazing. I mean, he's perfect. I've never sung perfect in my life. You know, come in too early, sing the wrong notes, sing the wrong words. <laughs> I have to, yeah. But that he wants to hear me and you sing to him is amazing. But God actually instructs us in the Bible. It's not a suggestion. It's an imperative. He says, sing unto the Lord. That's amazing. He invites us and he instructs us to sing to him. And, um, you know, music touches your head, your heart, and your volition. Music, um, well, like the, the hymn that we sing, I serve a risen Savior. Well, wow. it touches your head because we do serve a risen Savior. It's a fact. Jesus rose from the dead. If he didn't rise from the dead, there'd be no salvation, but he did. The facts are plain. They're undeniable. He rose from the dead. And in that hymn we're singing, I serve a risen Savior, that's intellectual fact. But it also, the tune of that, it touches your emotions. Man, that music is exciting. It is. You know, thrilling. And, um, and so the music, it, it, it touches all parts of, uh, of people, including your volition to choose. I serve a risen Savior. You've made a choice. I serve. And I want to serve the Lord. So music, it's not just filler at our churches. It's not just filler in the Christian's life. Now, look, man, music can also uh, lead you the wrong direction. You know that, Brother Doug. Yeah, I've been there. Um, you know, people that are struggling, like people that you're working with, the music they listen to can either help them or it can hurt them. Music can expose you to things that you shouldn't dwell on. I, I don't think really, Brother Doug, that, that bad music is the biggest stronghold on America or even the world. I think, though, what it's doing is fueling all of the strongholds. Bad music fuels all the, the stronghold insecurity. Well, just listen to wrong music, and that insecurity will get bigger, not less. You know, so music... It, it really has an impact upon society. Yeah, it does. And, and, and you know, brother, I can't tell you how many times uh, when I first got saved, when I first started making a walk with the Lord and trying to get, a, get to know him, I'd be reading my Bible, I'd be feeling good, I'd be doing those things that, that minister to my soul. And then I'd put on some music, man, and it was the wrong music, wrong place, and it would just, just crash, everything would come crashing down. And, um, so I, I guess saying all that, brother, I love what you said. How does it, there's a lot of people listening to us today, just to give you an idea about 60 of the people who are listening to us today got saved by listening to this podcast and follow-ups and they're just getting going They're They're just learning what God has for them. How does a person start with music? Where do I pick my music at? How do I, you know, these are tough questions that I know you get asked all the time, but you know, how do I pick music and where do I get it? Yes. Uh, you know, when you get saved, you do become a new creature. And there's nine times in the Bible that says when you get saved, you get a new song. Nine times it says that, that you get a new song. Uh, Psalm 40, verse 3, he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praising to our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. 
And, you know, the Holy Spirit will help lead you in all areas. Pray about what music you listen to. And, Brother Doug, I'm going to mention this to you. Okay. Uh, my son is 33 years old. I brought him home from the hospital. I'm showing around the house. And as I'm doing that, I fall under conviction about what music that I'm allowing inside of our home. And, you know, because I'm the, I'm the dad. I'm the husband. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't blatantly horrible music in many ways, but it was subtly music that I really should not allow inside of my, my home. It was country music. I got on my knees and I said, Lord, from this day forward, I'm going to make a promise to you that I'm going to do my best to only have music inside of this home that is appropriate for a Christian. And from that day till this, by the grace of God, I've only had inside of my home, inside of my car, music appropriate for Christians. Now, I'm not in charge of music when I go to the restaurant, when I go through the store. I have incidentally heard music that I wouldn't have inside of my my house. But I'm not in charge of music at Walmart. But I am in charge of music inside my home. And so, um, you know, I would encourage all of our listeners, you know, only listen to music that is appropriate for Christians to listen to. Don't don't listen to music of rage and of uncontrol and music that promotes um, wrong living. Drunkenness is a sin. Yeah. So why would I allow that kind of music in my car? And um, and so, yeah, be very discerning. It has more impact on you the younger you are. You know, because look, I'm I'm like. Um, a piece of clay that's been out in the sun for decades. I've lost all my flexibility. (laughs) But these young people, man, that music is impacting them more than they even know. See, they, they still are flexible. They still can be impacted a lot more than what you and I, brother Doug at our age. Yeah. The music doesn't impact us nearly as much as it did when we were younger. So the younger you are, the more careful you need to be as far as what you see on TV, what you see on the computer screen and what you listen to. Yeah, that's for sure. And, uh, so brother, now you have your ministry. Um, I guess you record folks, uh, you've written some songs yourself and, and, uh, recorded them and you have some people. So you, you actually have an assortment of music and, you know, I guess everybody today downloads things. We're really not a CD population anymore. We sell a couple when we go to churches, but more or less there we're downloading things. We're zipping files down and stuff. So where could one go to say, and, and they want to know about Bible truth music and maybe they want to download uh, an album or two. How would they do something like that? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Yeah, the music um, mechanism has changed. We still do duplicate uh, CDs, but that's more and more rare that yeah. people get their music that way. So it is streaming. That is extremely popular. And, of course, downloads off our website, BibleTruthMusic.com. Folks can download all of our music. We've got about 2,000 different products, maybe a little more than that. That's not all, you know, music recordings. That's also piano music, choir music, all, all sorts of music helps there. But um, all the streaming services, you know, the the Pandoras, the Spotify's, all of our music's there, YouTube. 
So uh, people can search Bible Truth Music, or they can search my name, Byron Fox, F-O-X-X. So, Brother Doug, I spell my name properly, two X's. I, one X is not enough for you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think people ought to um, have Christian music in their lives if they want to live the life of a Christian. Sure. I mean, what do you want to do with your life? Do you want to be a Christian or not? If you really want to be a Christian, listen to some Christian music. It will help you serve Christ. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Now, brother, we mentioned yesterday, we do this every December. We bring guests in. We introduce folks to different ministries and things of that nature. If we could, I want to, I'm glad you sh- shared the Bible truth music and, uh, ministry and music and, and folks, I recommend to you that you look up Byron Fox with the two X's. I was told in Catholic school, I had went to Catholic school as a kid and had problems with knowing the number of S's between dessert and desert. And they always said you had to have two S's in dessert because you want it more. So that's maybe why you got to have two X's in Fox yeah. because yeah. you he's, he's like a Fox man. But, but listen, this is an important thing that we, we mentioned. We talked about a little bit about this yesterday, and, and Mrs. Wesco and I talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, you go into town, you have an evangelistic meeting. Uh, what do you tell the church? How do you, you know, how do you provide information for them to prepare for an evangelistic meeting, a music meeting, whatever it is? I know wherever you go, you're sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and whatever you do. Yes. So what are you telling the church, uh, Brother Fox? What, what do you tell them if they say, hey, Brother Fox, what should we do to prepare? Oh, uh, uh, to prepare for the music of the, of the crusade or the evangelistic meeting? Well, Across the, the board, the evangelistic meeting, the music. Yeah. Yeah, it takes preparation, rehearsal. You know, good meetings don't just happen. They take work and preparation, diligence. And see, these are all character traits of a Christian, to be thorough and well-planned. Failing to plan is planning to fail. No, the preparation for these meetings are are a great blessing themselves. So like with our citywide crusades, those things will be a year long in preparation, having prayer rallies, having choir rehearsals, you know, planning every detail of the meeting. You know, I was asked to write a chapter in a book one time. Uh, they said the chapter is going to be titled The Devil is in the Details. I said, I refuse to write that chapter. They said, really? I said, yeah, I'll write a chapter entitled God is in the Details. Amen. You know, because God wants us to be detailed people. And so pre- prepare everything so that it's not just happenstance. Now, I've seen in the meetings that God will give you um, ideas and things that you can execute during the meeting if you have prepared well. So I encourage everyone, if you're going to have a good music program at your church, it's going to take diligent rehearsal. Rehearsals are a wonderful time, but you you work at it to um, to have all your music prepared. Yeah. So, it, so it, it's great work. The work that you and I both are in is great work. There's no work in the world like God's work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I agree with that. Now, now brother, you know, the, the uh, majority of our audience here probably uh, either suffers from PTSD or, or those hurting hearts, that terrible stuff in life that shows up those illnesses, the injuries, those assaults, those traumas that are so defining, they stick with them. And, 
Uh, just the world seems upside down to them. And certainly you've come across this and your ministry and, and people like this. What would you say to them? Uh, what would you say to them as they're healing, as they're working and seeking God? One precious Christian man that I worked with that, um, you know, 20 or 30 years older than I became an insomniac. He had a nervous breakdown. Mm. I took, um, now this was back with when we had cassette tapes. I took a cassette player to his house and put um, a man reading the Bible right beside his head and for, you know, just hours upon end, him just hearing the Bible being mm-hmm. read. What a, what therapy that was. So I'm telling all of your listeners, uh, your ear gate, oh, make sure that you're listening to the Bible. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of apps, BibleStudyTools.com. Get on there and listen to the Bible being read. And then get you some Christian music. You know, music is a great teaching tool to teach you how to live for Jesus. I mean, when I was a first grader, I learned how to say my alphabet by singing a little song, A, B, C, D. It's a great yeah. teaching tool. Yeah. So the devil's using music too, Brother Doug. The devil is using music to hurt people and to lead folk down his pernicious path. Conversely, Jesus Christ has music, too, that will help you in every area of your life. And so if you're demoralized today and you're listening, get you some Christian music. Listen to Christian. Depend on Jesus, friends. He's the only one who will never fail you. I'm a failure, but Jesus has never, never failed. He has no blemishes, no flaws. It's only Jesus that can deliver. There it is. But, brother, he can. That's right. That's right. Folks, listen, let me wrap this up for you by saying this. I I love what Brother Foxer said. We've said that a hundred times. I begin my day. So I, I downloaded the animated King James version of the Bible on Audible. And uh, every single day I have Esau at open and I'm reading and studying as I run a walk. Uh, usually my walking woman up part out there and going through the Bible. And it's a blessing to me. And uh, whatever you got to do to listen to the Bible, go ahead and do that. I think that's uh, probably the greatest truth. Uh, it is the greatest truth that any of us can get is hearing the word of God. And uh, so with us again today, I want to thank you as Brother Byron Fox from Bible Truth Ministry. He has music and stuff available out there. Make sure you look him up. And uh, 754 references to music. God sings. Now, that's blowing my mind over there in Zephaniah. Make sure you check that out. Character traits are important. And as Christians, we know that. We seek character. Our actual study right now is in the book of Proverbs. So come back tomorrow, and we're going to be out there, and and uh, we're going to be studying character traits. And uh, so you want to make sure you're part of that. Listen, folks, we love you. We were honored, Brother Fox. Thanks for coming. Maybe we'll have you again next year or something. But thank you so much for your hard work for God. And Please know we're praying for you. God bless you too, Brother Doug. Love and appreciate you, man. Same here, dear brother. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. 
First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.